Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, me's deplete ya. <laughs> and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Ellie and a disappointed Tyler Hymanson. <laughs> hey, that was like one of the scenes I went back to and I was like, that guy was a yep. <laughs> douchebag. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Welcome, everybody, listeners, new and old, back to uh, our continuing look at the Cheaper by the Dozen franchise. This week, we are talking about the movie that I can never remember the title because it's so weird. It's called Bells on Their Toes. That's Bells with an E. Yep. And who knows? Or two E's. Who knows why? <laughs> who knows why? I think it's Bells on Their Toes. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure it we'll out as we go along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back or joining. If you're a newbie, we'd love to have you here. In fact, if you ever want to reach out to us, Elis, how can people do that? Send us an email to sequelrights at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, feedback, future franchise suggestions. And you can also find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five bells, one for each toe, goes a long way uh, to having other people find the show uh, and find our back catalog that includes such other bell-related franchises as Home Alone. And there's another one that we've talked about. <laughs> oh, no, it was just Home Alone that had the, the bell choir concert in. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty recent, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, why don't we get right into it? There's a real trailer this time, you guys, oh. so I don't have to read anything. I mean, it's not a great trailer, but here we go. Yes, America's beloved family, the Gilbreths, is back with a household full of heartwarming laughter and sometimes a tear. No, Leora. I'm afraid once we broke up the family, we'd never... Yes, I have made up my mind. I want to thank you and Bill and Aunt Margaret for all your kindness, but we've decided to stay together. It's the sequel to Cheaper by the Dozen that delighted millions of Book of the Month Club and Ladies Home Journal readers. Bells on their toes. Bells on their toes. Is it that there's like Southern bells and they're on their toes? I, think I mean, they're not Southern. They live yes. in New Jersey. I don't think it means that they have like jingly bells, bells. on their toes. I <laughs> okay, think that was the is... thing that they did as a motion study to make sure that they're more efficient. They yes. can track the kids <laughs> yeah. with the bells. I'm against toes. all foot and toe related imagery anyway. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, That's but I, anyways, I frantically texted Justin on the way over here being like, wait, did anybody figure out like why the title is bells on their toes? And I, I was, what you found was. I, yeah, I was planning to ask you because I thought maybe you had read the book. I meant to, <laughs> you know. You, uh, you know the Marvel shows are going off Netflix on February 28th. I know. So a lot. You got a lot to do. I, I'm really busy. Are they going on to Disney Plus? They have not said. So yeah. I'm worried that just out of spite, they'll go nowhere for yeah. a while. I yeah. think that's probably true. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, the title to this film that came out two years after Cheaper by the Dozen uh, is Bells on Their Toes. And the reason for that title comes from... Uh, it's based on the line rings on her fingers and bells on her toes in the nursery rhyme, ride a cock horse to Banbury cross, <laughs> you know, that's better than I expected, you know, ride a cock horse. <laughs> it says, and it, and it alludes to the marriages of the Gilbreth sisters. Okay. Um, it was I, apparent that in order to get rings on their fingers, bells would have to be on their toes. 
But so it's like a play on words, though, right? Because like the rings on her fingers, bells on her toes is B E L L S, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so, so it's like it's a, it's a clever wordplay. Yeah. Yes. Or I maybe think, just a mistake. Well, because but the I've heard that phrase. Yeah, the Wikipedia for ride a cock horse to Banbury Cross has bells spelled B E L L S. Yeah, I think it yeah. means literal bells. Yep. So. I think okay. it's just like having the bells. It's been be on cute. It is uh, a cock horse is a high spirited, uncastrated horse. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Wow, there you go. I, I was I I. T- what if wrote- it's an uncastrated horse? That's sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. Depressed. <laughs> I rolled the dice to Google that one. All right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's okay. A, we've got more colorful adult content coming in the child star check-in. Okay. Uh oh. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Hopefully no castration. <laughs> well, I don't know. Actually, I didn't do that much research. So, <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. so sequel to Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, and uh, so this one's uh, cock horses aside. <laughs> There's not a single cock horse in this m- movie. Um, so yeah, the first movie was a success, and they they uh, you know uh, there was also a sequel book called Bells on Their Toes. So it's interesting that you know this movie is also getting to be based on a book. And not just like, uh, you know, these guys being like, yeah. I wonder what happened to the family afterwards. Yeah. Which has the, this book has a higher rating on Goodreads than the Cheaper Di- cheaper by the Dozen book. Yeah, they're oh. like, finally, that asshole dad is out of the <laughs> yeah. picture. Which <laughs> is either it's a better book or it's a less famous book. I and- mean, I do think that it was a more, uh, the movie had a more like traditional narrative structure. Oh, yes. yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. This wasn't such a... Uh, you know, vignette kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. It had a third act dance contest, just like the last one. Yeah, yeah a lot, of, a lot of dancing yeah. and a lot of singing for a family that had absolutely no musical talent whatsoever <laughs> in the last movie. Uh, they sure picked it up quickly you once know, Dad died. This is how they cope with their grief. Okay, they yeah. become they become the singing. They become the Von, Von Trapps. <laughs> the singing Gilbreths coming to a theater near you. Um. Yeah. So I I was kind of shocked. Like, is this a musical? What's happening here? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't open, but early on, the the lazy song from Holiday Inn. Which yes. Everybody knows I'm Team Holiday Inn, but yep. um, that song is from there. It's an Irving Berlin song. Irving Berlin, made famous uh, by uh, one of the famous recordings is Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Oh. Um. But uh, yeah, they're, they're they're kind of like you know they talk discussed in the last movie how the kids are going to have to take over all the chores and right, then right. here they are singing this song like doing chores like dee, 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 dee. it's really kind of funny I don't know yeah they're all like uh, even the little baby girl is like dusting yeah you know. right but Which I mean it's cute it makes sense they would do that and try to help their mom and whatnot yeah but, oh but the whole thing opens with the device of. The mom, now old, seeing the youngest girl graduate from college. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I didn't know if we were going to flash back to them right. as kids or if it was going to be like, oh, wow, we really jumped forward and they're all old now. Yeah. <laughs> but from a, a college that was very firmly not New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like UCLA or something. Yeah, no, it's definitely California. Like. It's, a, it's California. It kind of reminded me of the amphitheater where my cousin graduated from at Berkeley, but it wasn't quite the same. Anyways. I think it might be Santa Barbara, but oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, as much as I was bracing myself to be tired of the like, oh, they've got so many kids jokes or whatever, I did kind of like 
the the like gag of uh, her arriving late and then like all the kids going like, hey mom, like down the yeah. line. Yeah, she has to say hi to them individually. And then, and then the one, like she's talking and some guy in front of her is like, hey, shut up. And he's like, oh, hey mom. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, that would have been me. My sister's trying to graduate. Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot, hey man. Hey, oh, hey. How's it going? Hey man. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a funny visual gag. Yeah, and the fact that the title is not cheaper by the dozen means they no longer need to like invent extra kids yeah, that have right. died but are there still. So that's nice. <laughs> um, it, you know, this movie actually gave me some. We debated whether there was some satire or there was some other humor going on in the other film, mm-hmm. and the dad sucked in the previous the previous film. Yes, and all the dudes suck mostly right. throughout this, and it's like, well, maybe that other film did have. Uh, was actually trying to say some of the things where it's like, is it accidentally saying something at this point? Right. Uh, well, yeah, men are horrible, so- obviously. Yeah. Um, and this poor woman who is now widowed is left to try and raise these six boys yeah. to be decent people. Yes. Yeah. With a moonshiner house assistant. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hoagie Carmichael. <laughs> yeah. American Recast. songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we only have a couple, we have a couple of returning people. I don't know how many are returning, but well, the two, two main people are returning. The two oldest daughters returned and a bunch of the sons returned, but got all shuffled around with who they were playing Ah, because time has passed in the movie, but not really for the actors. And so <laughs> they wanted the kids in the movie to be older and they're like, yeah, no one's going to notice, which I really couldn't. So no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Um, they did seem familiar though. So that makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So you're just kind of like, hmm, yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gil breath. Gil breath. Um, I, I basically could remember Anne and the rest of them were like, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. So <laughs> Anne and Ernestine are the same. And technically Lillian is the same little girl, even though she really does nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the older boys are recast and then the younger boys are all um, juggled around. And there's a new little baby girl to be their mm-hmm. baby. Cute. Yep. I mean, another one of the first gags at the beginning is that uh, Verna Felton, who is the uh, super famous voice actress that's like the fairy godmother, Flora, queen of hearts, and, and your favorite, Aunt Sarah, um, <laughs> all, she shows up and is like, you got to split up these kids. We have various family members that will raise them, which, you know, looks, sounds horrible to our modern sensibilities, but at the time was pretty common if you had yeah. a spouse die because it was just like It'd be like a devastating literally impossible yeah, yeah. Um, and she does struggle with trying to like make a living thankfully like she's able to turn around because she's like a doctor she's a professional woman but at yeah. first people are like eh, screw you lady you know yeah like so. and she gets employment by mistake basically right yeah because the guy's like oh i was i thought you'd be a man yeah <laughs> oops just, yeah. just <laughs> yeah. but anyways she, i mean she does turn it around which is what happened in real life too yeah. um and so she insists on keeping all the kids together which great good for her and know. and you know the one thing this movie does that i think is fantastic is that it shows the the stress that that she has it's after after she goes to uh she's invited to speak at the engineering uh, yeah. Sci- Academy of, of New drives York. all the way to New York by herself and the the meet her outside and they say yeah this is a men's club like you can't come in and she takes them to task for that and and doesn't you know leaves with her pride but then is so harried by it by the drive and everything else she ends up getting in a car accident right yeah I kind of like I liked that the movie was uh you know a lot of it was about her like fighting to 
you know, get the recognition she deserves mm-hmm. in the community. But then I also felt like it was kind of a no, like shitty that it was like, oh God, she was so emotional. She crashed a car. <laughs> Right, yeah, it was yeah. Woman women driver. are terrible drivers, like, right? Yeah, that like, was pretty uh, bad. I kind of wish yeah. they had just been like she got in a car accident. It wasn't even right. her fault, fault. kind yes. of thing, yeah, you know. No, but that's instead what, of being, yeah, like, like she drove into a parked park car, truck, yeah. yeah, and then like, yeah, and ultimately the way that she gets recognition is because like I don't know if it was like you know. The, 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 there's this newsreel made about them, and I don't know if it's like the guy who hired her now feels like. He, she, He's not as threatened by her because he laughed so much at this newsreel and she was kind of more of a joke that it was Didn't like, he make the newsreel? Yeah. yeah, he, that, well, yeah he was but, part of making it. Yeah, yeah, but that guy didn't hire her. Like, it, it, She got hired as a professor, professor right. somewhere else. So like oh, I said, right. I didn't read the second book because of the Marvel Netflix shows. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, this story about the newsreel, I'm pretty sure was in the first book or a version yeah. of it anyway, or maybe this happened to them multiple times where somebody filmed the family doing these efficient things as a newsreel and the parents were like great cool you're gonna show how efficient we are but then they like you know sped it up and played it backwards and played whatever that day's (laughs) benny hill was and and then the dad was really angry and was like oh freaking you know these crooks you know from hollywood or whatever and now i'm mad or whatever but that's that's essentially what happens here but i mean her boss kind of ends up being right is that it's still like good publicity for them even though you're on the same newsreel as calvin coolidge being real racist right I, you know, it is interesting that we talked about the Inuit song in the the other uh, uh, film and how this, like, they, they can't be escaped at this point. It really can't. Um, so at some point, um, the mom has a gig, and so she sends them all to the beach house, which we yeah. were familiar with. And, and it's like, oh, is, I, I was like, is this where the song came from? Like, like, why is this happening? Right. And so then they're all on the beach. Uh, they figure out how to steal food by capitalizing on the kindness of uh, neighbors, which, yeah. you know what? Not a bad plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, wait. Are we going to talk about beans, though? Well, I mean, yeah, we have yeah, to. Yeah. But I don't know if you're like, leading up to I was uh, leading to the Japanese salmon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so. Anyways, they figure out how to be like, oh, we took the fire pit. Why don't we combine parties? Yeah. You know, and like now we can eat your food. Um, it was so messed up. I kept thinking, like, isn't the the, the com- commander guy going to be like, wait a minute, didn't you guys say you had some Frankfurters? I haven't seen you put any meat on the grill. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, the, the bet that she was doubling down on is that they would have such good food that they would be like, oh, we do- put your Frankfurters yeah, away. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. Uh, rich people, I mean, it's yep, not a bad plan. Um, it's like, those are German. Get but yeah, then here. they decide to entertain everybody by singing a little song with little their- little racist ditty. Their, yeah, and, and he's singing the part of the Japanese man and he's doing his, you know- Fra ra, ra, ra and yeah. all that like kind of stuff, but I listened to the version of this song that made it famous, and it's, it doesn't have that. So it's like this <laughs> yeah, yeah. portrayal like decided to. It's just like yeah, it's, like his yeah. He the, has that caricature. Yeah, the original no. song is like somewhat racist, and yes, it's like promoting this ideal of this Asian Oriental sure. mysticism, but it doesn't have like the caricature no. of a Japanese guy. It's just a lady singing yeah. and. So they added that for this, but then also like according to, you know, the internet, other people were like constantly using the song to like be racist and try to be funny as well, even though it was just like a random song. Yeah. I mean, so. they, they used it and in like, I, yeah, I looked at that too and it's like, it's been used in like Boardwalk Empire and like right. other, other shows and stuff. But yeah, I, I agree. Like, 
Okay, if you, <laughs> I was like, if you listen to that Inuit song that we were talking about last week, which I don't recommend you listen to, but that is a whole nother level of terrible right. <laughs> than right. this, but it still was like unfortunate that he was doing that kind of like little like uh, yeah. caricature stuff uh, yeah. on the side. But um, this is all pre World War II, P.S. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When we when we could still say Frankfurters, <laughs> yeah. like which is which is here's a fun aside. Like Frank, it was Frankfurters forever, and it was some freedom fry bullshit, which yeah. is why I mean, which is why we went with hot dogs hot and things dog. like that. Hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I was wondering. Uh, it's interesting to me that this uh, supposedly. You know, the comedy of the season, fun family film is like really a movie all about these people like struggling to survive after the, you know, patriarch has died and they have no money and it's just a bunch of kids and there's no way this, you know, mom is going to be able to feed them. And yeah, like we mentioned, they have to pull this grift on these like beach goers and stuff. I I mean, it's not like they were starving. But they no. really wanted, you know, a yeah. nice steak. Yeah. But they they were, uh, you know, they were uh, managing the budget so much that uh, when they went to the grocery store uh, in Nantucket, like the first thing they they the Tom opens up this bag and it's just a bunch of beans. <laughs> like all beans. they got are beans. Yeah. And like part of me too, uh, this whole thing turns into like a. I tried to look it up. Like, is this a real song that exists? And like the IMDb has like a song listed, but I looked at that song and uh, it's not the same. So I don't know. Oh, it's not the same song. No, they're, they're, the guy who wrote like, we have no bananas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause there's a song, you know, there's a song called like uh, of his called like, what do we get from Boston? And parentheses beans, beans, beans. But I listened to that and it's like not the same song. And when you go back it makes sense because when you go back and watch this movie, this song really seems like it's like tailored for the scene. Like we went to the grocery store and we got beans, 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 beans and Martha beans. only has beans. I'm going to play the song. Okay. Okay. okay good, 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 good. <laughs> Cause it's, ridiculous. cause it's deranged. <laughs> it's, it's deranged. And, you, and it's you, almost like a fantasy sequence in yes. that they're building towers of bean cans. Like, and, yeah, yeah. You got to hear this. Bean. Beans. Beans, beans. Howdy doody doo. Sister Martha bought some extra special beans for you. Beans. 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 Beans for our breakfast. And beans for our lunch. No way, this is a real song. Beans for a bird. Beans soup. Beans stew. Beans baked beans. Beans rain or shine. Martha never has ham, chicken or lamb. Strange as it's earlier in the movie. Whom we admire, but who doesn't have eating beans? Beans. Beans. Oh, I never tire of eating beans. 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 I feel bad. I feel bad for the girl at the end has to go, Beans. like, oh, God. <laughs> Our friends aren't going to listen to this, no matter how much we beg them. I <laughs> but I appreciate uh, if you're not familiar with Meryl Streep's Into the Woods performance, <laughs> yeah. you can look it up. Yourself. I was going to try to do it, but like, it's weird. The sequel also uh, is the origin of another famous <laughs> Broadway musical song. Sondheim so was inspired it's by so Bells good. on Their Toes. <laughs> yeah. if you didn't know. We can say whatever we want because now he's not beans. here anymore. He can't deny it. 
I just was like, oh no, Sondheim. <laughs> we actually Don't do we, it. We resurrected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was not inspired by that movie. <laughs> yeah, I. So I would be really curious, actually, uh, to know like if the book itself is like super serious and like, oh, this was like some hard times because I'm like. Maybe that was part of the reason why they're like, let's just have them sing all the time, so yeah. that it looks like they're happy during these like terrible moments. It's the siblings life. who wrote it, so like I don't think that it is. I think it's still just a. It's probably just a happy go lucky yeah. thing. Like oh, well, we did it, we persevered. Yeah, we were still goofing around. Because I think it's still it's it's very much like the Reader's Digest of like these people had this incredible hardship, but they came through it. And blah mm-hmm. blah blah. They came through it with bells on their toes. toes yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is like, I feel like every poor family though has some story of some time where like there was only this one thing yeah. to eat for some reason. I know my dad's family, I don't think it was rice and beans. I think it was something else, but there was like some period of time that for some reason there was only this one food that they had for mm-hmm. like weeks and weeks and they were all going crazy kind of thing, you know? So yeah. Yeah, so uh, they survive the trip to Nantucket on beans and, like, one night of steak. Yep. Yeah. And um, Ernestine gets engaged to the grocery boy. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Try, try, try. Or yeah, I thought he said ta-ta-ta, which I was like, is that it's, a thing? I don't know. He, tau. Try tau. Yeah, tau, tau, tau. Tau, tau, yeah. Usually it's try delta is the one that I hear at, at USC. I've never heard of... Tr- Triple towel. This is that's even real, real. This is the guy. His name, uh, his character name was um, Towler. <laughs> it was like Archie Lynch or something like that. Oh God, uh, I can't find it. Al Lynch. It was Al Lynch, uh, and he was like so annoying. This is the guy yeah. who, at the beginning, I said, uh, I said, uh, "Me's depletia," because yeah. that's what he said, and I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Right? Yeah, <laughs> this guy sucks. And when he left, he was like, "I'll squeeze you later," or whatever. Whatever the hell he's, he was a terrible guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's, Every, he's everyone. Going, every guy in this movie is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's going for Ernestine. There's another guy that Anna and Ernestine are looking at, and Anne's kind of like, eh, "I'm over it." But he's not interested in Ernestine yet, and it's the whole thing. And yeah, um, getting just, engaged just doesn't didn't mean uh, what it does now. Yeah, yeah. It just means like you get a pin. <laughs> oh my god we're engaged do we think uh there's any ernestines in the modern world there's gotta be right there has to be yeah ernestines out there we want to hear from you <laughs> i bet yeah. you probably go by tina or something yeah. yeah oh yeah i could see that um what else happens here uh ann meets a uh a cute doctor mm-hmm. barber barber doctor dr barber and yeah uh, it's a it's a Cute, meet cute. I yeah. guess. Yeah, he uh, he meets them, you know, at the barber shop after he had just gotten his haircut, and then um, he sees he sees them out on the street later in the movie. Like I don't know, it was it seemed like it was the same day, right? Yeah. And it leads to like what I thought was one of the most hilarious and awkward scenes in the movie to me. Uh, it's another song, but like. Just out of nowhere, and you know, we were watching the the movie's only available on YouTube. Okay, yep. like, and the, the audio quality is not very good. Not good, as you'll hear in some of these clips I have. Uh, so he's on the street, and they're like loading these bottles into their car, and like out of nowhere, he starts just like 
shouts singing at them. And I don't know if it was like the audio, but like you couldn't really hear the music <laughs> underneath it that much. So it was super awkward. And he's on a bike uh, and he starts chasing him and chasing them. And uh, I'm just going to play some of it because it's just really funny. He's like, just imagine a guy coming out of nowhere on the street <laughs> shouting at you this. Any rags, any bones, any bottles today. Any rags, any bones, any bottles today. Funny old rag picture coming this way. And he's chasing them. He's chasing them on his bike. Happy and happy. Just watch. The same old story in the same old way. You can't hear the music. It's just like what? He sounds insane. It's like this is what real song? Yes. Well, I mean, according to this movie, as much as Beans is a real song. Yeah. And uh, they all laugh at him when they run him off the road and he that's, crashes his bike. Yeah, that's that's like that's what a rusty like that's what a drunk miner is like humming to himself with a rusty bloody pickaxe. <laughs> I just like was watching the movie and just like laughed out loud when he's like, bah, 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 I'm like coming after you with my bike. I mean, it sounds like a, a mean like kind of hobo homeless. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, free clothes, bottles to recycle, or bones for a dog or something. Bones for know. a stew. You got a stew, baby. Oh, okay. You yeah. got a stew. Was music essentially like free to license back then? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, how are they going to find I don't out? Know how they did it back then? Yeah, I'm not sure what, what the deal was. I mean, yeah, they they sing an Irving Berlin song in this. Yeah, so. this one says it's called "Any Rags, Any Bones, Any Bottles Today." Music and lyrics by Thomas A. Allen. Okay. Well, there you go. I didn't look that one up. Uh, but yeah, there's tons of songs that we would now think of as easy public domain songs, but maybe then there they weren't or they there wasn't they cost a public all the domain. Money. Yeah, I'm sure they were. But still it was basically like you know the yeah. Dapper Dan's and the Main Street Loop on here. Yeah. Has anybody seen my girl and all that stuff? So. Like Charleston and uh, all these songs. I mean, cost call a few you bones. sweetheart, sweet Georgia uh, yeah. Brown, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. They're just wall-to-wall hits in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was weird that they were singing all the time. I yeah, don't really I understand don't know why, really especially because they that. made such a uh, point of saying they had no musical talent before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Actually, let's. I feel like this is a good place to take a break for uh, our first uh, a sponsor here. That we oh. Have yeah. Um, Oftentimes, you know, you're you're maybe it's a little bit chilly outside. You're looking for something to warm you up, and uh, you go to the kitchen, and you're looking around, and all you have is a bunch of uh, cold milk. Um, and you know what? Uh, our sponsor today is going to help you warm it up.
That was hot milk three straight from the teat. <laughs> Jordan, I hate you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jordan just sent that over. Uh, he does the he does the uh, theme song and these fun remixes for us. He sent that over this week, and I was like, uh, normally we play this in like blooper episodes, but <laughs> just gotta just gotta do it. This week. It's I, a musical episode, so I, we got music. I, 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 I have to give the context on this in that there is a <laughs> hillbilly gentleman from our Benji series. Go back and listen to those. Uh, who? This is what he does. He goes out and, and drinks hot milk straight from a cow's teeth. I don't even remember that being the origin. Of <laughs> yes. I think it was. Remember he was complaining about like how all the food was cold and the lady, like his yeah. wife is like, I want to come home and have a hot meal. <laughs> yeah. And then I oh, think you. Yes. Right, right. Oh, that was like the third Benji? Or yes. The fourth? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he was like, Gaspacho, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, cold. yes, yes. Okay, okay. It's coming back to me. It's all coming back to me now. A salad. Oh, uh, yeah. Cold. 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 And then and he like stomped out to the cow and and like and there was an aggressive milking insert. <laughs> okay, I don't remember that. But yeah. Anyways, that made a quote, and Jordan's now done like five versions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Well, back to bells on their toes. Oh, I was gonna say back to our second sponsor, Reacher by the Dozen, Jack no. Reacher. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Reacher by the Dozen. Oh man. So yeah, the 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 main thread is uh, you know uh, Lillian Gilbreth trying to start her career, and then we also have the uh, you know continuing love story of Anne Gilbreth and what what she's dealing with, trying to find um, a husband or whatever. Right, and I gotta sure. say that like the story of a single woman in the 1920s trying mm-hmm. to raise 11 kids and have a career is a lot more compelling than the story of an asshole white guy that's rich and being frugal for no reason yeah raising 12 kids yes. with his long-suffering wife and and yelling at doctors right <laughs> yeah and being like i'm smarter and better than everyone yeah that was like the the whole time i'm watching this movie i'm like i think i like this one better than I the do. first one yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. shocked that like like why is this one like unable to be found anywhere other than on yeah. youtube i guess just because of that beach scene i guess like, why don't they just yeah. cut out that even, song and otherwise otherwise it's fine it's I bad think. but it's not like there's worse like things there's that are available. Worse things yeah. Out there. yeah, Breakfast at Tiffany's is still available. Right. So. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that the the beach song was like the only thing I wrote down that was a. Fa- and I guess she's t- she does a little speech later about how she's gonna have a bunch of spinster daughters. But yeah. it's almost to dissuade Anne from you know. It's like it's not. Right. I don't think it's serious. You I know? mean, no. cool, Coolidge in the Indian headdress sucks in right, so but many that's ways. Just historical. No, but, but no, no, yeah, I, think, I, I, think, I was just gonna say. I think, I think that's real. I think that's real newsreel footage. I, yeah. think it, I looked it up, and it, it yes, it yeah. is. There's like New York Times articles with that same headline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they made him an honorary chief, aka please just stop attacking us, <laughs> <laughs> leave us alone, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've kind of got uh, we've got the doctor in the mix for Anne, and we've got uh, you know Mr. Harper helping out um, Lillian Gilbreth. She's she's getting to you know teach. I don't know. She's like teaching these uh, up and coming executives. Yeah, it's like an executive house. training yeah. program that she's running out of the house, which is kind of fun. You yeah, know? And she's she's uh, apparently still teaching on Thanksgiving Day. Is that right, or was it like the day before? The day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, so I was looking at the timing of this, and it actually is crazy that Sound of Music did come out, even with this one being so musical. Right. Almost 
10 plus years yeah. after this movie. Yeah. So there's there's maybe some trailblazing well, happening here. I mean, there's lots of other musicals, though, but not so yes. much a family of not a fa- singing kids. Exactly. Yeah, yeah um, and, like, you know, I couldn't really find much on this movie about, like, why it was made this way. Like, why'd they add the musical element? Like, there's nothing. There's just like It no. just, it was a popular thing to do at the time, and it was a studio system, and mm-hmm. so you could be, like, make Martha... A dancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> so. Um, I think we should probably talk about the uh, the big, uh, was it Thanksgiving? It was Thanksgiving where they were having the big gathering at their house, right? And Al Lynch shows up it dressed was like just, a Yeah, pimp. I think it was the like holidays. They were having a big party because, like they said, they're trying to marry off these it older girls, It was Thanksgiving, right? was it not? I think it was. Yeah. yeah, so this guy came from Nantucket to spend Thanksgiving with them. He had the same car as Joe Scales from the last movie. Yeah. I mean, it looked better, but it had the same horn. It yeah. was like, little, 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 from Bill and Ted. <laughs> the worst possible horn you could think of. He came wearing a full fur coat, and yeah. like he looked like a wannabe gangster yeah. guy from like the 90s. It looked it looked ridiculous. He wished he was a little bit taller. He had one of those um, hats that kind of looked like what you would wear if you were in like a barbershop quartet or something. Yeah. Like, and he didn't do anything that horrible to make these brothers turn on him. But at the same time, the way he reacted when they turned on him showed that it didn't matter and that he, he was he wasn't going to cut. I it think with that this there family. was some some definitely some social faux pas for the time that this was released, and certainly for the twenties. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I... uh like, hey, baby, let's go for a drive. Right, yeah. but still, like, yes, they were being unfair to him, but the way he reacted was like, nope, you mm-hmm. cannot marry mm-hmm. anyone here. Good die. I enjoyed the sequence of them, like, plotting against him while he's taking a bath. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're just like... When a man's the most vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> he was so like, oh, my gosh, another person in here. Um, but I, I like that they, like, send in, like, one group of kids at a time, <laughs> and they all had some different way to, like, fuck with him. It was pretty funny. And uh, ultimately, I think uh, the one kid, Frank, goes in as a cross-dressed, cross-dressed as yeah, one right. of his sisters. Dressed as a lady. And, uh, yeah, and so he that freaks him out so much that he leaves <laughs> <laughs> and breaks off the en- engagement that they had or whatever. Yeah, but she recovers quick. She's young. She's yeah. cute. It's fine. Yeah, and then the the kid, I, the kid I did like that scene where the mom's like, "Oh, she's gonna be devastated." And he's like, "Mom, come come up, come up right. here." She's fine. She's yeah, but then he also has some weird like. There's that weird. He's like, "Now, he's yeah, like, yeah, you let me, there's some, there's some things you're gonna have to let the men do." Yeah, exactly. I was like, Ooh, "That went too far." Okay. I mean, like, it is kind of a ni- like no, obviously I think it was this nice. oldest I, boy yeah. has to be like the man of the house or whatever you know and yeah i think i think it was a little bit self-deprecating i think it was actually nice where he was basically like you you know yes you want to do everything and you know men aren't going to give you anything but like your boys you can you can trust us to take care of And most of the time he's not um trying to do that the older sisters are are doing everything Uh, martha for some reason become i guess maybe she just takes well to it she becomes like the accountant uh, Mm -hmm. of the family and and ernestine are doing most of the organization of the of the kids (laughs) literally Literally. yeah Um, (laughs) and but yeah it's kind of nice that you know they're like Part of this movie and part of what they're going through at the time is that there are certain things that women just cannot get away with and cannot or without a lot of difficulty. And so sometimes it's nice that they have this oldest boy that can, you know, step in. Yeah. And yeah. So. And I think that 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 was a little bit of a tongue in cheek um, acceptance of like, yeah, all the other dudes in our lives suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you raised us right. Mm hmm. Um, 
I don't know. Like, so we already kind of talked about the newsreel. Uh, I mean, who's not going to laugh at someone eating a banana backwards? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. That was who's hilarious. Not? That was inherently hilarious. <laughs> it would work today. I was like, there's a moment in the, you know, they're like fast forwarding through them eating dinner and then they pops up like, now for some real efficiency. And I was like, yeah. oh God, what's it going to be? And it was just like the same footage backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay. I'd be laughing too. I'm yeah. sorry. There's a TikTok of someone eating a banana backwards that has a million shares right now. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. I thought you were actually referencing <laughs> no, what no, you do. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I thought that. I don't have a TikTok. It's I'm I'm old and it's scary. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else the 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 relationship with the doctor and Anne. uh, Yeah, I mean everything kind of culminates in this um this big community dance, which is not tied to the school, so anyone can go. And they're uh, raising money to build a gym, right? So the older girls have dates to this thing, and and um, Anne has run into trouble with this doctor that she was engaged to because he wants her to come with him and get married, and she's like, "Ah, I gotta take care of my siblings, you know, and it. You know, his feelings are understandable. This is yeah, a movie. But he's they a dick have, about yeah. it. Yes, they only is. have 10 minutes to wrap this thing up, so they're not going to get into like a very nuanced discussion of these responsibilities and, you know, filial yeah. pipe beauty or whatever. He's like, we well, love each other too much. We can't wait. We got to do it right now. Right. It's not going to work. And he does say some things that are like, that like if you said that to your girlfriend now, it'd be like, well, that's unforgivable. Like, yeah. screw you. Yeah, but yeah. back then, it's like, how long, how much have these people really done together before they even right. got engaged? And yeah, so I, I'll I, forgive him. I believe you know? one of the specific things he says is like, some families try to hold on, but like you have eight arms, it's like an octopus. Yeah, yeah. he calls them an octopus because yeah. they won't let go, and in a very yeah. like. And not even like in a joking, cute way. Like that could be endearing, but no, he just no. He's just like he's very ruin mean you. about her yeah. family. But uh, we'll just chalk it up to you know lack of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. lack of time and being a dude who really wants to go to Michigan. He's got to go to Detroit. <laughs> it's where the it's where the hospital jobs. That's are. right. Yeah, because people are being killed <laughs> in the <laughs> automobile factories. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That, that Henry Ford's so efficient he's killing him by the right. dozens. So <laughs> she they're having a rough patch. So she goes on a double date with this like country bumpkin guy yes, who's he's from Atlanta. Yeah, the cousin got, of Ernestine's. He, uh, he looks date. like he looks like a young nineteen uh, twenties Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. And I actually have, I thought he sounded so funny um, to me because, you know, everyone else, no, no one has like an accent. He says a like lot him. of other dumb garbage. Also, like I was, uh, the way he's introduced, I was like, is this some guy that we should know? Because <laughs> yeah. like you see the other side of the phone conversation and he's like, oh yeah, my cousin's in town and we see him sitting on a couch, but like his feet are covering his face. Right. And so I was thinking it was going to be some like well-known And actor. there's not yeah. even any bells on his seen. toes. I think they're I just know. trying to imply that he's ugly and he's a country, yeah. you know, backwoods, whatever. He's but from Atlanta. Wham, I, thought, wham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought he sounded funny, so I've got all of his lines right here. <laughs> Hello, Ann. Hi, Ernestine. I'd like to meet my cousin, Franklin Dykes. How do you do, Miss Ann? Well, I never expected to draw anything like you. Morton, I'm real obliged to but, you. But Franklin, it's all right, Morton. When you come to Atlanta, I just hope I can repay your hospitality in kind. But I doubt it. Shall we go? Good night, Mel. No, Miss Ann. My mother always wanted to have a large family, too. But all she ever had was a little old me. 
Come on, Ed. I'll show you how they do it in Georgia. Well, I protest. This is a bust-ass contest I ever lost in my whole life. Have you seen Ed anywhere? I've been hunting high and low. Detroit. But that's in Michigan. <laughs> Those are, that is not a real accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. That's, that's, that's a yeah, player yeah. on the 20th Century Fox <laughs> lot. He's like, uh-huh. I can do a southern accent. He's like, no, you're doing crazy prospector. <laughs> show you how to do it in Georgia. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. It's like the southern accent has a long tradition of it sounded like that. Forever. This is right. the worst. Uh, I do love the, the the Hollywood elite studio system. Probably like, yeah, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, sounds stupid to me. Yeah, you know? sounds <laughs> sounds stupid to me. There's one. There's one part where he says like goodbye to. Uh, Gotta get my gold. He's like, ah, oh, have a good night, ma'am. Uh, to Lillian, and like you can almost like when she responds like, you have a good time too. I almost felt like she was like this yeah. fucking guy. Gotta yeah. like interact with him. Oh Jesus. I'm above this. Myrna Loy is above this. But he's hilarious. Right. So, so yeah. And eventually he finds out she went with another guy. He's mad. He comes. He apologizes. They're going to get married. Because the mom gives her a big speech about how she can't put her life on hold for the yeah. rest of the family. And they'll yeah. be fine. Which is, you know, probably where this was all going. Um, I but did. then all the brothers starved to death. That's for sure. <laughs> now they got <laughs> <young> beans. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the she end. was wrong. Mm. <laughs> she should have stayed. Oops. Um, I, I did like uh, the lead up to this uh, this whole like dance sequence and everything. Um, there is this funny. I, I thought it was funny that like you know Sam Harper. He's gotten like close with uh, you know Dr. Gilbreth while working with her, and he's clearly trying to like you know propose like they get married mm-hmm. or something. And he is just like, just keeps getting interrupted by these like shenanigans the entire time. And it never happens. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked it because I think like I actually bought it that she was actually just stuff kept happening. But then at the end you realize that she was sort of just putting him off by going along with all these crazy things all night long so that he wouldn't really have a chance to and would not, you know, humiliate himself and ruin the professional Mm -hmm. relationship. Like she kind of lets him off easy. I like the part when the, the doctor shows up and he's like clearly distressed and Harper, <laughs> do, uh, Mr. Harper's like, you got something on your mind, kid? And, he, and he's like, no, no. And then like, he's just like, you know what? Actually, I've got something on my mind. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I just asked that. Uh, no, yeah, I, because I, I didn't like that he was like going to propose to her because she's clearly not going to marry another yeah. man, you know? And so she's been doing it. I, she feel, I feel like that movies today wouldn't be able to pull this off as well as this movie did. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's and she has full power when she leaves the car and he's like no I'll get the door yeah and takes takes and he's like take this dancing trophy so you don't forget and she's like I will yep it's like yeah she she uh, she kind of like tricks not tricks him but she like takes him through uh, like what it's like to be her life and it's just yeah. too like when she right. when she she leaves he's just like oh I can't do that he's like yeah. so tired you know I really loved the shot of them in the car it's a big wide old car and her getting out and walking past him mm-hmm. and uh I, I thought it was wonderful and I thought that it was a uh um as for everything that these movies have done and misstepped upon uh I thought that it was a really beautiful and encapsulating scene and that's the moment where i was like yeah this one is far superior <laughs> right and it's it's very you know it's um a woman it would be inappropriate if she was just like 
absolutely not. But you know, right. she, she has to put on this whole charade. It lasts mm-hmm. the whole night. They're going all over town, yeah. but she still finds a way to like build him up while yeah. knocking him, him down, down. and, <laughs> yeah. and, and so making smart. him think that it's his idea to exit this and do situation. it with full pride and dignity too. Right? Like it's, yeah. it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very deft. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but uh, there's like a dance competition at this, and I was just like. That dance looks tiring. <laughs> I think they're dancing the shag at the start. And I was just like, that looks like a lot of work. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, the movie ends back with the graduation. And I kind of, I really like that. Uh, you know, they come home from the dance and everyone's asleep. And then you see like the youngest daughter awake, like, and she's like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, I just wanted like a water. And then it like transitions to her because it's her graduation. It's her graduation. I yeah. thought that was a really cute. And like, it's like, she's like, yeah. damn, I got all these kids through college. Yep. Like even yeah. the baby. And yeah. this was the plan. Yeah. And then she dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's just like Return of the Jedi. She just leans back and fades away. My theory <laughs> is that when she fell asleep watching the graduation, she actually died. died. And the rest uh, was no. all yeah. fake. Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. They joke about her falling asleep during the Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's kind of it. Okay. Well, so. let me, let's child start checking. Let's do let's it. Let's do uh, it. First of all, the real Gilbris, um, I did find a website that extensively details everything about Ooh, them. Wow. Uh, maintained by a guy who is not related to them, but just is very interested. Creepy. <laughs> Creepy. We should have invited him to come on. Um, but anyways, the last of this generation of Gilbreth was Fred who died in 2015 at the age of 99. Wow. And the other one, the second to last died eight years before that. And then Ernestine and another died nine years before that. So, uh, yeah, Fred lived to be 99. So we couldn't have even had any of the Gilbreths on our podcast. No, but some of them generation, they're private people. So they don't disclose who they are. Um, which I, of course, creepily was going to try to find out, but I was like, okay, sure. fine. I ran out of time. Uh, but Gil brought the sentence if you were out there, even yeah, after that hot milk sequence. In, yeah, please, in. please. Well, the thing is, is that not many, most Gilbreths have an A. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, maybe I'll look later. But anyway, um, so as far as the actors go, we talked about Gene Crane. Um, did we talk about Barbara Bates? I don't remember. I kind of lost track. So as you'll see, as I'm sure you noticed during the movie, I screwed up the child star check-in last time because we talked about Joe Scales because I forgot that he would come back That's as right. a completely yeah. different character. Joe Scales. <laughs> I recognized him. Right, okay. <laughs> He's a completely different character, but basically doing the, <laughs> the same, same thing. thing as yeah, the but last now movie. dating Martha, which is somewhat creepy because she was like, nine years old or whatever in the last movie. Uh, But he still looks exactly the same, which we talked about. It hurt his career uh, Mm because he did not age. So anyway, um, Ernestine, Barbara Bates, she was in both films. Um, She continued acting for a while, but then her career really declined badly because she had like a lot of mental health problems and i don't did i talk about this last time i think so okay anyways yes she died at the age of 43 Um, she committed suicide with carbon monoxide uh okay so deborah paget who played martha only in this movie um she is a pretty famous actress she was in ten commandments um and love me tender so she wasn't in batman versus superman (laughs) no as martha 
Got it. Okay. I was like, what is this show? Like, right, right, right. Wait for it. I got you. Uh, okay, but she, at some point she became a very radical, born-again Christian. She had her own show on the Christian broadcasting sure, sure. channel the Righteous or whatever. Gemstones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was married a couple of times, but interestingly, she one of her marriages was to the son of the former, maybe he was current at the time, but the son of a the premiere of China. Like, what? so she married what? a full on Chinese guy, uh, named Kung Li Che and had a son with him. Uh, and you know, she's still alive now. She's, uh, Damn. 88. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, which was, it was kind of funny cause she had some racist roles where she was playing like an Indian yeah. princess and all these things, but she married one, the one of her husbands was a Mexican filmmaker. And then her other husband was this Chinese political royalty guy. So hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's Deborah Padgett, uh, Robert Arthur, who played Frank jr. In this one only mm-hmm. he, um, quit acting in 1960 uh, at the same time that he was doing all of his acting, he was also doing a big career in radio. And uh, even though he um, eventually was pretty much known as a confirmed bachelor as well, he sure. did date Ava Gardner and Joshua Gabor at different times. Whoa. So, um, all right. Yeah, but he never married. He never had any kids. And then um, in 1960, he quit acting and became an insurance agent. Um, and then he got involved in politics and became an advocate, um, for gay rights and, um, for, um, like taking care of gay senior citizens, Mm -hmm. like who had nowhere to turn, had no family whatever. Um, and then he, uh, I guess, unfortunately became part of the log cabin Republicans. Um, And then around uh, the 90s, he started acting again uh, in porn, but in okay. n- specifically, it says non-sexual role, like next to all the porns that he did. <laughs> so I think he must have been a guy that walked in and was like, what's going on in here? Oh, he was like the pizza dispatcher. Yeah, he, was yeah, like, he was like, <laughs> was like you're going to go to this yeah, address. I saw ones that said like Dr. So-and-so oh or like God, so-and-so so attorney at law. So he would walk in and be like, I don't know, you're suing each other and then leave the room and then something would happen. I don't know. That's Who such knows? an what interesting, in like porn? gay elder care. At the, I just, Do you know what date that was? Uh, I think it was in the 80s and 90s. Wow. I so mean, an uh, what an issue. I mean, it had to yeah. be huge. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, log cabin Republicans after right. that. And then That's... in 1991, his second to last role, uh, he officiated the wedding of Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky on Full House. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how. I don't know who he knew. What? Why? they Because t- he wasn't doing really any other acting at that time other than non-sexual roles in porn. <laughs> 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 Do you think that he thought that it was a porno? Maybe. He was disappointed. Full house. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he must. It must be some. He must have known someone who was like, "Hey, just come in and do this. It'll be oh, fun." You know, man. like so. Um, that's a. That's a. Um, Man, yeah, that's a bio. That's a biopic right there. So he died in two thousand and eight at the age of eighty three. Uh, so Tommy Ivo. Uh, who was Bill in this movie. He is still alive. He's 85. And after he, um, well, somewhat concurrently, but after his acting career, he became a famous 
famous, I don't know, drag racer, and was inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame in 2005. Wow. That's cool. Sweet. So, I was hoping seems- for drag queen. I know. Drag racing. Um and he had lots of awards and all sorts of things. So I don't I don't know anything Sweet. about that world, but he was apparently famous. cool. Uh Carol Nugent is the one who played Lillian in both movies and was allowed to age regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Hollywood system. Right. She's still alive. She's 84. Nice. Um she married Nick Adams, who I guess was most famous for being James Dean's friend. Okay. Uh, like, and he was in a lot of <laughs> things screen too. Friend or just being? Like, I think both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so um, they are friends in real life, and he, their marriage was all over the then tabloids or Copy that. gossip columns or whatever. And um, they were gonna get divorced, but before they could get divorced, he died from a drug overdose from drugs that were like assigned that were prescribed to him sure. for like a condition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he OD'd on them. Uh, Doctors were bad. Right. Exactly. And then she married this guy, James Stevens, who was a property master for 20th century. Um, and he, um, it, his marriage before her was to one of the girls who played a bit part in this movie as like a girl standing next to Jane on the oh, stage at the graduation. Weird. He was married to her. <laughs> and then many, many years later got married to Carol Nugent, who was Lillian. Oh, weird. So crazy. I don't know. Uh, Jimmy Hunt is Fred in this movie. He was previously will or Mm -hmm. william in the past Mm -hmm. movie um he is still alive he's 82 years old and he's most famous for his role in invaders from mars don't know what that is but the as you know the more common the name i like james hunt like forget it how am i gonna find anything else on him that's not i am john ketchup right so anthony situs who was dan and was previously fred uh, he was also in Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, mm-hmm. After acting, he went to Vietnam. He got a Purple Heart, and then he became a um, wealthy auctioneer. Like what? he got into the auctioneering business, uh, which I guess makes sense if you're an actor and you're well spoken, and you can do all yeah. the auctioneer stuff. Thank you for your service. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, he died in 2015 at the age of 74. He had three kids and nine grandchildren. Oh, wow. At the time of his death. I have a quick update on Invaders from Mars. It is a Toby Hooper movie, which is a poltergeist uh, oh, throwback yeah. there. But that's strange, and I need to see this movie now. Okay. Uh, Teddy Driver was Jack. He was previously Dan. Um, <laughs> so he confusing. He is maybe still alive. If he is, he he is seventy nine years old, and that's all I got because Theodore Drive. We don't know where the money's buried. You're right. Safe. Um, and finally, Tina Thompson, who played Jane, the littlest redheaded girl in this one. Um, all I got was that she's alive. She's married to an Italian guy, and she's seventy six years old. Nice. So, yeah, that's it for this Child Star check-in. I'm sure this is only going to get more stressful as these movies go on. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Was this Roger? (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, awesome. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. I I, uh, 
Can't believe you did all that research. We applaud you. <laughs> Nothing yes. this week beats the guy who's died in the helicopter crash where his son climbed down from the <laughs> yes. snowy yeah, mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah really ever, nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. the most true. incredible. That one. is insane. Yeah. His son is essentially Iron Fist, which yeah. <laughs> I only realized because I spent the last few weeks binging these Netflix shows. Oh man. Uh, well, I guess I have to ask, how many cans in your bean tower would you give <laughs> bells on their toes? Bells on their toes. Bells on their toes. Well, I mean, I might have gone too high last week, but I have to go higher than that. So I'll yep. say five beans. Yep. Cans of beans. Beans, 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 beans. Yeah, I feel like uh, I also, I was in like the five or six territory. I think five just because like, yeah, you know, it's, it's still like. It's fine. Yeah. Still got racist check yeah. marks it's bumping still, it down. You know, last week I was like, this is a movie. It's too old fashioned. This one's like still old fashioned, but it's not as bad. I don't think. I I think there's some, uh, you know, interesting stuff, you know, as far as, uh, you know, um, uh, Dr. Gilbreth, uh, Lillian trying to kind of like make her own life. Yeah. And I think a lot of that stuff is good. And it really gives her a chance to shine, uh, you know, in this movie compared to the last one. Um I thought I thought it had some good stuff. Uh, the the singing was weird. The singing was a little weird. Rags and bottles. May that haunt your nightmares. Bottles today. Uh, I will also go five can of beans. Um, I think that it was a much more enjoyable watch uh, than last week. I, it's actually a movie, um, and it was totally fine yeah it has problems but there's not morality that i can cast upon it and i think that the pros far outweigh the cons uh in terms of what this movie's trying to do and uh i wouldn't say i enjoyed the experience but i enjoyed it more than last week's yeah i mean i think it was uh you know i thought it was interesting to watch a such old sequels, you know. Yes. It made me appreciate Myrna Loy more, mm-hmm. yeah, I think. Absolutely. She really carried this one. Yes. Whereas mm-hmm. the other one, she was just kind of like, you know, dealing with her husband. It yeah, was dealing with some shitty dude. Yeah. And to be like, oh, guy, whatever your name was. Right. <laughs> I right. his, oh, husband. Oh, heart problem. Frank? Frank. Yes, yeah, I right. think it was Frank. It, it is Frank. Yeah, because Frank Jr. Is- his photo is haunting this uh, movie all over the place. Yes, <laughs> everywhere. And the movie ends with them all driving down the road to hell. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, well, I think that that's the end of the the old, super old, cheaper by the dozen movies. That's right. We're going to fast forward multiple generations all the way to... Uh, to another old cheaper by the dozen. Wait, wait. I have a question first, though. Would sure. you want to see the story of the Gilbreths rebooted as a cheaper by the dozen that was like true, more true to the real like story? Like a period piece? Either a period piece or like... Well, I guess we're going to find out how close the yes, Steve Martin I would, one is. I but. would like to see the Greta Gerwig version of like the period piece mm. of after the dad dies and the mom dealing with all the kids. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like it would be, if they if they completely redid it nowadays, I think that people would maybe find more interesting stories in like what the kids are dealing with yeah. as a part 
apart from the parents. Like this one is all like, oh, we have to, you know, the parents are there and then we have to have like a romance, you know, because it's the, right, these right, old right. fashioned movies where there's got to be like a, it's got to be like romance. So we're all mostly dealing with like the older yeah. daughters and we're. And like, also for better and for worse, child actors were not necessarily professional, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're back a lot, then. Yeah. They're a lot better now. And I think it would be interesting to see more of those dynamics and what right, those right, kid, right. the kids are going through as a as opposed to the parents, because, like, I don't know, who cares? Well, let's get this. writing, guys. Yeah, let's get, let's get it. <laughs> Ready to pitch this. Yeah. Uh. But uh, as far as, you know, next week, we go all the way to 2003 for the Sean Levy uh, film Cheaper by the Dozen, starring Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt. Is this our first Steve Martin? I think it's our first Steve Martin. Excited for that. Yeah, Steve Martin's great. Uh, but Bonnie Hunt was the Beethoven mom, right? This is, I uh, believe so. Okay, yeah, not our first Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, um, have you seen this movie? Yeah. I have not. I have seen both of them. I but feel I, like I've seen remember. it. I just don't remember anything about it because I feel like this was at a time where it was like Tom Welling. Let's go to the theater because you know I'm <laughs> yeah, like yeah. A, was a nerdy. You know, I think these probably were, freshman in high school or something the, like that. The, this movie was out while I was working at theater, so. Uh. Um, I definitely saw it and it was a big, uh, you know, holiday Christmas um, family movie. So I'm sure we all went as a family. Right. And yeah, I remember like, well, okay. Tom Welling, I know is in it. And I guess Piper Bear was in it. I don't remember if she was one of the kids or she's like his girlfriend, but Lizzie McGuire is for sure in it. Yeah. (laughs) And then the kids from uh, Mike Super Short Show are in it. Like, so the girl from um, Step Up, uh, Missy Elliott girl. I can't remember her name right now, but yeah. Yeah, lots lots of big big names in this one, and uh, you know it's going to be interesting to see uh, you know a more modern take on this story. Uh, Two thousand three, not quite as modern anymore, but <laughs> but still at the point where like it's modern enough that having that many kids is probably going to be seen as irresponsible by the yeah. people around them, mm-hmm. as opposed to like back then. When uh, it was and they're going to have cell phones. I just uh. looked up the uh, Christmas releases for 2003, and I definitely took my parents to see Big Fish instead of uh, Big Fish. Ewan McGregor, one. let's yeah. go to theaters. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go. But then I also saw Paycheck, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, classic. Well, cool. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back next week at Cheaper by the Dozen 2003. But in the meantime, Elis, where can people reach out to us? You can email us, sequelrights at gmail.com, or find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at SequelRights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people get five bells on their toes. <laughs> and Ernestines, we want to hear from you. That's right. We're sorry to see you go. We're sorry to see you go. Okay, but we don't uh, fully agree with the sentiment of the <laughs> Gilbreth children there. We do want you to come back. Uh, we are sorry to see you. Unless you're dressed like a pimp. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't come back. But we, we don't know what you're dressed like. I mean, even, even then, that's fine. That's fine. We, still, we love you. All right, we'll see you guys next week for Cheaper by the Dozen 2003.